Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, weekending hit of sport for Friday the 6th of August. Today, could an investigation force a crow into retirement? The gold medals that have put us within touching distance of our greatest Olympic performance ever, and why the drink has put the Bledisloe Cup even further out of reach for the Wallabies. But first... Team Australia has been flying at the Tokyo Games. We're so high right now. We're sitting fourth on the overall medal tally. We've equaled our greatest ever haul of 17 gold medals. And we've still got chances to make this our most successful games ever. But yesterday's Olympic roller coaster left us with some bruises, as called on our official Olympic broadcaster, Channel 7. Australia led by 15 in the second quarter, but it is all over here. And a dominant performance by the United States, and they've prevailed here by 19 points. It's 97 to 78. The Boomers will have to change their team mantra of gold vibes only to bronze vibes, please, after Team USA dismantled them in the semi final, leaving their hopes of claiming a first ever men's Olympic medal in basketball, resting on a bronze medal playoff against the Luka Doncic led Slovenia after they lost to France in the other semi. Unfortunately for the Matildas, their medal hopes were snuffed out completely. Sam Kerr. Very, very deflated. You can see that she's just given absolutely every ounce that she had. A high-scoring affair, as heard on Channel 7, saw the Matildas trail the US 3-1 at halftime, but ultimately go down 4-3. But there was a silver lining when Sam Kerr netted this one in the 17th minute of the game. Great chance here. Ford has Kerr right through the middle. Sam Kerr! Equalizer for the Matildas! There's that celebration for Sam Kerr, who becomes Australia's greatest ever goal scorer outright. Number 48 for her country. That's why she's the GOAT. But last night was the real kick in the teeth. The world number one ranked Kookaburra is going for gold against the world number two ranked Belgium in the men's hockey final. With the teams unable to be split at full time, it was off to a penalty shootout. Can Jake Wetton beat Van Ash? He's confronted. Official Olympic commentary from Channel 7. It was not the night for the cookies going down, but still winning a silver medal in what was a worthy final to the Olympic competition. We are just one gold medal away from making Tokyo our most successful Olympics ever. But it would be remiss of us not to acknowledge yesterday's golds that put us on level pegging with our performance of 17 goals from Athens in 2004. Still Australia from Germany, Czech Republic getting ever so close, but they're lifting the Australians and it's green and gold, 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 gold. Fantastic. Maybe the shock gold of the entire Olympics as John van der Westhazen and Tom Green won in the men's double kayak, defeating the world champion German team. And what about this? Before the Olympics... Van der Westhazen and Green had never competed together on the international stage before. We have a very unconventional chemistry. It makes people feel awkward, but not me. So that was number 16, and then came number 17. Keegan, put your hands up, throw your board down. You are doing the whole of Australia proud. Australia's Keegan Palmer winning gold in the men's skateboarding park final and making history at the Games. I'm so grateful that I was able to do it for Australia. It means the world to me because it's where everything started for me and I'm so grateful and I just can't believe it. And no, I haven't accidentally played a clip of an American winning gold. That is Keegan speaking to Channel 7. He was born in the United States but moved out to Australia as a youngster and now proudly reps the green and gold. 
And while those goals got us to 17, do not miss Taliqua Clancy and Maria Faye Atacha del Solar in the Women's Beach Volleyball Final today at 12.30, where they take on the US and attempt to make Tokyo our best games ever. Uh, if you mean the time when we last won the Bledisloe Cup, not really. But a quick Google tells me we haven't won the thing in 19 years. So will 2021, with all its swings and roundabouts and lockdowns and drama, will 2021 be the year the Wallabies win back that beautiful big silver trophy from the All Blacks? Tell him he's dreaming. Yeah, it hasn't been the ideal preparation after three Wallabies players were banned from playing in the first of the three test series for breaching the team's alcohol policies. Or, in layman's terms... Let's get past! Mariki Korobidi, Pony Masili, and Issa Nasarani were all stood down for tomorrow's first test for drinking beyond the agreed time. Coach Dave Rennie commented that <clears throat> we are building a culture of working hard for each other and being accountable for our actions. On this occasion, these three players haven't lived up to that and we've taken a very clear stance. <clears throat> He's hoping the Wallabies don't have to drown their sorrows after the first Bledisloe test match tomorrow at Eden Park, although at least those three players will be well-practised. Too much drinking is keeping the Wallabies off the park, but Adelaide Crows forward Taylor Walker will miss this weekend's showdown against Port for a much more serious reason. It follows a report that he allegedly used a racial slur whilst attending a Sandful game. But while Tex won't play this weekend, Caroline Wilson, speaking on Footy Classified on Channel 9, believes this incident could rule Walker out for a lot longer. If Taylor Walker is found to have made these comments, he has signed another one-year deal with the Adelaide Crows. I can't see much future. For Taylor Walker, I've got to say, I think this could be the end of his career. And that is your Fast Fun week-ending hit of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend. Catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.